the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. to the CHSL Preview, presented by Siena Heights University. Tonight, we get you ready for the Patriot Detroit's coverage of the Catholic High School Football League. Now, here's Jeremy Otto. Welcome in, everybody. I'm, I'm going to kind of do the cliche here. Can you believe we're here already? You know, it, the high school football season less than a month away. You're talking to coaches and like, yeah, you know, we have 23 days, 24 days to prepare for this moment. The weather doesn't quite feel like it. Boy, is it blistering here in the Metro Detroit area this week, but uh, maybe it'll cool down as week one approaches. Jeremy Otto here to bring you one of three preview shows once again. We're really excited to do this, and we thank Siena Heights University for what they've done for this program really over the last five, six years. We've been doing a preview show now for three, four years. And last year was the first time we were able to expand this to now three shows, which I think is the best. It's such a good league. There's so many good coaches to talk to and teams to highlight. So we're going to go kind of the same format as last year. We'll talk to four different coaches, one from each division. Um, They've obviously been shuffled in terms of names over the years, but uh, some of the good names remain, certainly with the schools and the coaches. Luke Hammond is going to produce – all three of those for us. Luke, how are you? It's good to see you again here. We're almost there. It's football. That's all I got to say. What are you looking forward to most? Uh, probably just the, you know, the fall weather, right? You just go outside. You've got the, you the student body going out there going crazy on game nights. and it, The whole atmosphere, wherever we go this year, Jeremy, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, and it seems like you know, every, every game that we show up as well you know, has some of the bigger crowds. So that, that's, that's fun to see and, and fun to track some of the better programs over the year as well. As for today, we're going to have a, a nice line of guests for you. Matt Lewis, in just a few minutes, here's, he's the head coach at UD Jesuit, Brian Barnes, a guy who's been a friend of our program for a long time as well at Bishop Foley. Mike Prunicki over at Everest Collegiate. What a job he has done with that program. They have their numbers up to the highest they've ever had. It's the last few years that they've been saying that they continue to grow. So that's a really cool thing to see in a program that's you know done so much with so little in, in terms of just bodies on the field and Dan Anderson, the head coach at Detroit Catholic central. They're in a bit of a rebuilding mode this year. Their quarterback is gone. A lot of their top wide receivers are gone. Their two stunned middle linebackers are back once again. So we'll kind of talk with Dan about that and how he's looking to recover from some big losses. But CC is just one of those programs. They'll crank out the athletes. CC is a football school. If you can call any, you know, any one of the 10 in the state of Michigan, they're going to get guys no matter what. So it's always fun to watch what they can put together as the season goes on. A little bit later as well, we'll talk about some of our matchups that we have lined up for this year. There's some exciting matchups. There's some schools we actually have not covered before, not because they're not any good, but just because we haven't gone there and teams haven't played them in the Catholic League. So we have kind of our first four-ish weeks nailed down. We'll probably just share our first two games. We'll have two games again week one here on the Patriot on Thursday. And Friday, 
So excited to share what we have there and, and some of the better programs that we'll relish this year on our Game of the Week. So when we get back, Matt Lewis, the head coach of UD Jesuit, will join us after this on the Patriots. Stick with us. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. You get better rates, access to free financial education, and personalized service. With nearly 30,000 surcharge free ATMs, a first rate mobile app, and several convenient locations, you manage your money when you want and how you want. Apply online at AllianceCatholic.com and improve your financial future today. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Follow the Catholic League Game of the Week on Twitter at CHSL on WDTK. Now back to the CHSL football preview presented by Siena Heights University. Welcome back, everyone. Jeremy Otto here to bring you this show, the first of three preview shows this year. As we kind of talked about before the break, if you're just tuning in, we're going to have four guests each and every show, four of some of the best football coaches and teams around the state of Michigan and the fine Catholic High School League is first. And we kind of want to rip off our first guest right off the bat because we got a lot to get to with all these guys. Matt Lewis is happy to join us right now. He's the head coach at UD Jesuit. Matt, good to talk with you again. Hey, Jeremy. Good to, uh, good to be with you guys. The season's quickly approaching. What are you guys doing to, to get ready for it? Uh, you know, typical off-season stuff. You know, we, we worked out uh, all summer, did our seven-on-sevens, had a couple camps. Uh, we just got back. We took our team up north on a retreat, actually a program retreat, where we went up north. We practiced for three days at Bel Air High School, um, did a lot of team-building stuff, some spiritual formation stuff. And uh, this week, you know, we have some optional conditioning for our guys gearing up to uh, get started on Monday. Yeah, conditioning is something on campus at UD I know that's been focused on. You guys kind of have launched Iron Cubs. How much has that helped the football program, you think? Well, I think it's it's a necessity, you know, for us and for us, for our program to get to where we want it to be. You know, the summer has to be a priority for our guys. And getting bigger, faster, stronger um, is in the Iron Cubs program is part of that. You know, we brought in. Uh, Coach Nate Collins, Coach Rob Baker, they come in and work with our guys now, um, not only during Iron Cubs, but throughout the whole offseason. So these are guys that are training, you know, NFL and college guys um, that, are, that, that our guys get the opportunity to be trained by. So um, I really like our program, and I, uh, I think the things that our kids have done throughout the offseason since January will really pay dividends on the field uh, this fall. Talking with Matt Lewis, the head coach at UD Jesuit, in our Catholic High School League football preview show presented by Siena Heights University. You talk about coaches. I want to I want to hit on that as well. A new offensive coordinator for you guys this year, Jeff Glenn. He's from our Lady of the Lakes. His last head coaching stop, Scott Stewart, also in, who's the former head coach at Cranbrook. He'll coach the linebackers for you guys. It's nice to have other you know Catholic League guys. I'm sure that understand and can you know really jump right in, isn't it? <clears throat> Well, I think any time you get the chance to add a, a couple of former head coaches um, to your to your staff, it's a, it's it's a positive thing, you know. And I think Jeff and Scott both uh, bring a lot of energy, you know, a lot of experience. But the most important thing is they're great with kids. You know, our kids are really taken to them, and um, they're really excited to to have the opportunity to be coached by these guys this fall. So. Um, yeah, you know, when, when we can add those pieces with the other coaches, the strong foundation that we already had, um, I really like our staff and, and, and where we're at for this fall. And now with, you know, the new guy calling plays, any wrinkles you see coming up this year? That's TBA. Yeah, I think, you know, we'll always be a, uh, uh, you know, as long as I'm around and as long as I'm there, 
will be a uh, we'll run the football, um, but we're going to look different, I think. And what we're doing, some of the things that we're doing, I think fits our personnel. You know what we have. Um, I like I like where we're at. I like our skill guys, and I think what you're going to see from us offensively this year will feature uh, feature those skill guys certainly. Very young this year, but maybe that's deceiving because I know we've talked about it separately off the air. A lot of your young guys are probably future college football players that you might see on TV one day. Yeah, I think, you know, I think we have our guys. So, I mean, our senior class, we, we have, you know, a strong senior class. Guys are going to lead us. and We're only going to go as far as our senior class are, will take us. However, you know, I look at our juniors and, and our sophomore class. You know, we have some kids that are, that are uh, definitely some bona fide college football players in those classes. And um, we're excited about having them uh, add to what our seniors are bringing to the table this year. And, we're, and, and it's not just we're counting on those guys. We're counting on those young guys in uh, important roles this year. So it's not like, eh, maybe if this guy pans out or maybe if this – no, those guys are going to be thrown right in the fire. Some of them were already in the fire last year and did, uh, were very successful at it. But we're looking for them to, to to be guys, you know, not just not just plugging plugging in and, and, and maybe plugging a hole. These are, these are guys that we're counting on to make plays for us and for us to have a successful year. I know the offensive line is something you guys will have to work on throughout the year. But Zach Green, a guy who already has some MAC offers, all Catholic as a freshman last year. What do you like about him, and what has he improved upon coming into this year? Yeah, Zach's a big strong kid um he's a football player you know he's a true football player and uh um you know where anytime you get a chance to bring back a kid that was a, a an all-catholic player as a freshman um and he's coming back for three more years you know that's a that's a pretty exciting thing talk with matt lewis the head football football coach at uod jesuit here um I know something that was interesting, you know, diving into some of your guys this year. A lot of them had a lot of success on the track as well, whether that be on the field or actually running. And I know the buzz around high school sports, hey, you can't specialize. You you need to kind of be well-rounded. Do you guys encourage some of your guys to run track? Absolutely. Um, You know, our track team was state champs this year, and uh, we had a couple guys that are football players that played pivotal roles uh, on that team, you know, and to me, anytime you can compete wearing the maroon and white, you know, that's a special deal. You know, I'd rather have our guys running track for U of D, you know, than, you know, doing all these seven on seven tournaments and things like that. You know, I just think it's a really special, special deal. Anytime your guys can put on your school colors and go compete against the other Catholic League schools and the teams in the state, um, anytime our guys get that opportunity, we want them to be able to take advantage of it. And talked about those guys a little bit more specifically as well. Elijah Dotson, a guy who won the Catholic High School League hurdles in the championship. He also placed in the the state finals as well. What do you like about him on the football field? I think Elijah's special. Um, he's a guy, he's one of those young guys that, that we're counting on. Um, that I think he's got a mentality. You know, what sets Elijah apart is his competitiveness. He doesn't want to lose at anything. And I think that type of mentality is infectious. You know, when other guys say, hey, man, this guy, this guy competes in practice. This guy competes all the time. Then other guys say, hey, I got I to gotta pick up my game because I don't want to be embarrassed by this guy. You know, so I think he's a guy that's, that's a natural leader. And I think he's a guy that uh, with his competitiveness, Coupled with the talent and the, the smarts that he has, um, this guy—he's a total package, and that's a name. That's a name you're going to be hearing about uh, over the next few years. His name is Matt Lewis, the head coach at UD Jesuit High School on the football side. This is our CHSL football preview here today. Our first of three presented by Siena Heights University. Brian Barnes and Bishop Foley will be, met, will be next. Just in a couple minutes here. I know there's a little bit of a quarterback battle for you guys coming into the year. Where does that stand at this point? Well, I think, uh, you know, Anwar Carter, he's a junior for us. He's, uh, he's a leader in the clubhouse right now. Um, you know, we got some other guys that, that um, are certainly very capable. But I think An- Anwar has set himself apart. You know, I kind of challenged Anwar this offseason um, to step up. 
you know, step up not only his leadership role, but his play on the field. And, uh, man, I, I couldn't be more proud of him and how he's answered that call. And um, we're excited about him and, and the opportunity for him to lead our team this fall. That's all you can really ask for, right? And a position you're looking to fill, and um, that's a guy that will be exciting to watch, no doubt, this fall. Nick Johnson, another guy that will be exciting to watch, had a, a really good year in track as well. What do you like about him? Yeah, Nick was one of those uh, state champions on the track team, and uh, Nick Nick is explosive. I mean, he can run, and anytime you have that ability, um, you know, you're a weapon on the field. You know, it comes from good good bloodlines. His dad played football at Michigan, and um, you know, we're looking for him to to make plays. You know, he did it last year for us in spurts, and we're looking for him to do it consistently this year. Uh, be a be a playmaker for us. You look at your schedule, you know, it's obviously not a Central Division schedule anymore, but it seems like you're kind of at least half in the Central Division over the last couple of years, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you look at our schedule, you know, last year we played more Central Division teams than a Central Division team played. <laughs> so you can say we're not in the Central, but we're still playing, uh, you know, last couple of years more Central teams than, than teams in the Central play. So, um yeah, you know, we're excited about the challenge. You know, we open up with Oak Park, who's obviously a very good program and uh, be a very, very good team and see where we're at. You know, it'll be challenged right out of the gate. And, uh, um, you know, whether it's a central team or a double A AA team or, a, uh, you know, a, a non-conference game, um, we'll be ready. Well, his name is Matt Lewis, the head coach at the UD Jesuit High School in Detroit. Matt, thanks so much for stopping by here today. I'm sure we'll catch up again, and, and best of luck this year. Appreciate everything, Jeremy. Go Cubs. All right, that's Matt Lewis, Brian Barnes up in a minute. Let's take a little bit deeper dive into what this UD schedule looks like. You heard Matt mention Oak Park in the first game of the year. That'll be on August 26th. Seaholm, De La Salle, Catholic Central to follow them, kind of the Jesuit Bowl of sorts. Loyola after that Divine Child Country Day, which is a – Really nice non-conference ad at the end of the year. And Pinckney, it's been really interesting to see how his coaches have scheduled opponents. You know, maybe we'll pick some brains of these coaches if scheduling has become easier because I think with the new rules last year and, you know, not the six wins and you're in anymore has certainly changed how teams have scheduled and, you know, maybe a little bit made it easier for some or still not easy for the Catholic Centrals and dealer cells of the world. So we'll address that a little bit later, maybe with Dan Anderson and some other coaches, but Brian Barnes, head coach at Bishop Foley, will be next on the Patriots. Stick with us. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. Bishop Foley Catholic is a co-ed college preparatory high school with a strong Catholic identity and long-standing traditions. Our students thrive spiritually, in the classroom, on the field, in the community. Bishop Foley Catholic is a family. We are proud of our 57 CHSL championships and 19 state championships. Go Ventures! This is the CHSL Football Preview, presented by Siena Heights University on The Patriot. It's Luke Hammond on the ones and twos here today, your executive producer for all three CHSL previews presented by Siena Heights University. I'm Jeremy. I so glad to be back for year nine of this fine game of the week here on the Patriot. Nine years, huh, Luke? Isn't that crazy? Feels just like yesterday, Jeremy, but it's a blast. We're just getting better here in year nine as well. Yeah, no doubt. I think there's some new things that we can't really reveal at this point for the broadcast. Some things may be coming back, but uh, that at a later date, that, that will be an exciting piece for the fans, you know, listening and, you know, really following along all season long. So stay tuned for that. You can follow us on Twitter at CHSL 
on WDTK. Again, that's at CHSL on WDTK. And we really encourage all the coaches and the programs and the schools to not only follow us, but share our stuff as well, because that's, you know, one of the ways that we try to connect with our audience and let everybody know, hey, we're heading here this week. And we really base it off of, you know, after the first four weeks, we kind of, you know, outline, here's where we want to go, here's where we might go. But after that, it's, you know, whatever the best game is, whatever the best matchup is, maybe what it means in terms of a team making the playoffs and or not making the playoffs. We want to be at those exciting matchups. So the more you can do to promote us, um, the better as well. We really appreciate that. One guy that does promote us very well, Brian Barnes, the head coach at Bishop Foley. We certainly appreciate his help as the years has, have gone by. Brian, how are you? Hey, Jeremy, not too bad. I'm just trying to soak up the, the last few days of summer that our coaches kind of deal with, but uh, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. Ready for another year here today. We kind of heard already from Matt Lewis over at UAD kind of what their team did this offseason. A little up north trip, some some you know practicing here or there. What have you guys done? You know, we we've done you know your your basic uh, workout regimen. Um, one of the one of the cool traditions we've also started is um, you know being in the city of Madison Heights. There's there's a Civic Center Park, um, and, and they've got a big hill for for sledding in the wintertime. And we actually have um, just finished up our six year doing um, a morning breakfast um, and a hill run. So actually, we do the run first, and it's pretty cool. We do it right when you know, the sun is just coming up, and, um, you know, when we're finished, we go back to the school, and the parents put on a great breakfast for us, and, uh, you know, promotes a lot of fellowship, and for any new players and families to our program, it gives them an opportunity to get to know everybody, and get to know kind of what we do, and what we're about, and, um, you know, the reason we do it isn't necessarily because, you know, we fully think that, you know, giving, or going up the hill, you know, three or four times is going to get our kids necessarily ready for the season, but, but I want our kids to know that, you know, it's difficult and it's challenging to go to bed at a good hour and wake up early, but we want them to see that they can do it. You know, and it's just another reminder that, like, even though there are challenges ahead in not just football or athletics, but in life in general, like, you can do things and you can discipline yourself to do those difficult things. And um, we've had a lot of success doing it, and, you know, we're excited about the next one. Your team 8-2 and two last year, 7-2 and two the year before, and 6-4 and four the year before that. I mean, you've been the head coach for a while now. How does your expectations, you know, way back when you accepted this job compare to what is right now? Does it match it? Does it exceed it? Jeremy, that's a great question. You know, my, um, you know, everybody, I think standard of excellence is, is different. Um, you know, what I, when I uh, evaluate programs or coaches or historically, you know, I always look at uh, the state of the program more than I do with the losses necessarily. And what I mean by that is, our kids having a great experience. Our families having a great experience. Are you getting kids from the building that typically weren't football players, but they see what you're doing and want to be a part of that? You know, we, I think, have done a great job of that, um, getting kids out, giving kids the experience of, of playing high school football that's going to be memorable. And, you know, on top of that, we, we've obviously had some success uh, winning games the last few years, which has helped. But um, to answer your question, you know, my, my standard is, is always the same. Like, we're going to – um, you know, we talk about championship effort and championship attitude, and we don't necessarily talk about winning championships, but we want to do those things every day in the classroom, off the field, on the field that makes you a champion. And then at the end of the day, positive results will come from that. Talking with Brian Barnes, the head coach at Bishop Foley in our Catholic High School League football preview presented by Siena Heights University. We really thank Siena for what they've done to make these three previews possible as well kind of an interesting situation for you guys 18 seniors probably most coaches at your level would gleam at that but you know it's good and bad right to some extent uh it can be you know you know we're excited that what's happened this summer has been great like we don't we haven't had a lot of new teaching um you know we've had to refine a few things obviously route running and things like that and that's that's something that'll continue throughout the year, you know, the skills and whatnot, but we haven't had to do a lot of new teaching. So that's been a positive. And so, you know, we're, we're really excited about the young guys we still have in our program though. And the, the best thing about it is we called it a summer of opportunity and, you know, coming off the season that we had where, you know, we did win a championship, you know, we want our guys to know though, that, that no job is sacred. And if you, if you want a job, go, go take somebody's job because at the end of the day, that's only going to make them better. It's going to make their team better. And so we're looking at it all as a positive that, you know, we've got a lot of guys returning whose 
we've had success on the field, and then it gives us a lot of depth, which um, you know obviously is important when you go through the grind of the Catholic League schedule. You're not unique to the the fact that you've kind of replacing a program guy at quarterback. How challenging can that be? I guess. Uh, it can be really challenging. You know, what what we try to do and what my staff, I think, has done a really good job of is, is making sure we have the discussions in the offseason about who who potentially could be the guy and then and then what do we do in our offense or how, how should we tailor our scheme to his skill set. So as coaches, we always should be doing everything that we can to put our kids to be in a position to be successful. And if that means limiting your playbook a little bit, uh, so be it. Uh, or if that means, you know, changing things up a little bit, um, on how you do things, so be it. But that's been, that's been, I think, a, a really good reason why, you know, through the years we've had some really successful quarterbacks um, come through here and come through our system. But, you know, I think we do a good job of finding a way to make sure what we do matches what, what he can handle. Looks like uh, Angelo Costanza is going to take over there. Is that right? Yeah, as of right now, you know, he's a leader in the clubhouse, and he's, he's a great kid. He's, he's a multi-sport athlete. He, he does, you know, a lot of different things for us. And so as a, as a passer, he, you know, like I said, he needs to be refined a little bit and polished a little bit. But, you know, that's our job as coaches to do that. And so some of the other things he does, he, he's really athletic. He's a returning, um, you know, all-state safety uh, who had four, I believe, four interception returns for touchdowns last year. So he's, he's another guy that's dynamic with his hands on, um, on the football. And so – yeah, we're excited. You know, it'll obviously be interesting to see uh, how how he handles the pressure of when we get into a game situation. I mean, you can only uh, simulate that so much during the summertime and in practice, and so we really won't know until, you know, the, the ball is kicked off on, you know, the 25th of August uh, at Pontiac High School. We'll know for sure, but, you know, we're excited and think he can handle the job. Talking with Brian Barnes, the head coach at Bishop Foley, Dan Anderson and Mike Prunicki of uh, Catholic Central and Everest Collegiate coming up shortly here in your CHSL football preview presented by Siena Heights University. Well, Adam Kidder, I mean, everybody at the game of the week knows what he can do, but still probably flying under the radar. Why do you think that is? You know, I think there's a lot of reasons. Um, from talking to from talking to other coaches and coaches at the next level, um, the transfer portal is really uh, impacting uh, recruiting of the high school athletes. And I, and I think I'm sure even Coach Anderson will, you know, tell you the same thing with his kids at Catholic Central um, because there's so much uncertainty on who who teams could bring in and who coaches could bring in year to year. Um, I think that's just added another dynamic to the high school recruiting. Um, I also been told that, you know, a lot of the schools that have taken a COVID year, a lot or that had kids take a COVID year at the college level has made their recruiting classes that they can bring in a lot smaller. And so that's kind of limited, you know, who, how they evaluate and, and who they want to give scholarship offers to. But you know what, he's had three uh, division one preferred walk on offers, um, you know, uh, two in the big 10, He's going to have a great senior season. He's chomping at the bit. He wasn't able to play our first four and a half games last year due to a freak injury to his thumb in the preseason. And so he's really excited. And he's going to put, you know, a lot of good stuff on film. And there's no question. And I tell all our kids and families this because sometimes when it comes to the recruiting, there's there's obviously a lot of anxiety that comes with it when deciding, um, you know, the next four years of your future and what school is the right fit. And I just let them know that everybody's timeline is different. And so be patient, and then at the end of the day, it's going to work out. And, you know, just have a great senior season, and that can only add, you know, to your resume. How about Jackson Zider, another guy who's been dynamic for you guys? Where does he stand coming into this year? Yeah, fantastic. Jackson, we're, we're excited about again. You know, he does a lot of different things for us. He returns kicks, returns punts. Um, he's dynamic in the secondary. He's had multiple 100-yard interception returns for touchdowns for us. Um, and so he – He's been battling a growing issue because, um, you know, he was an all-state track kid for us, part of a state championship team this summer. And so he's been taking it kind of easy this summer. And I just wanted him to know, like, you know, we need you August 25th. Um, you know, I'm not too worried about some of the seven-on-sevens we have. But there's no question that his production is, is up there with uh, some of the better running backs in the state of Michigan. And, you know, we're, we're excited that, you know, to, to help with the quarterback transition, we can just turn the hand the ball off to him and um, he can make our offense look really good. I know Bishop Foley is moving up from Division Seven to Division Six by choice this year, not necessarily by school size. What in, what went into that for you guys? You know, we're in a situation as a school where where we we want to expand our enrollment a little bit, and so you know we 
wanted to set a standard with our football program that like you know we're gonna we're gonna get bigger uh, our school enrollment as it is we're gonna have to get used to playing um you know bigger schools anyway come playoff time and so that was really a big reason for it and uh, we're excited about that opportunity another you know game that you guys always circle i'm sure week three against shrine this year big rivalry does that pay off for you to have that so early or, or does it have drawbacks in some ways too you know, probably a little bit of both. If, um, you know, our final meeting before we went to this down period this week, um, you know, we talked about how we need to have a neutral mindset uh, more so than we have before with our thinking. And what I mean by that is, you know, as a program, like we as a team too, we can't prepare based on who our opponent is. Like we need to prepare the same way regardless. So what I mean by that is we, we play our rival in Royal Oak Shrine and, we know Coach Olenichuk's going to have them ready and, and do a great job uh, with his guys. And so we need to make sure that we're not just ready for that game, but we're also ready the following week against Cranbrook. You know, we can't have that super high where we want to, you know, get up for Shrine and then the following week be down and fighting that a little bit, um, you know, to start league play against Cranbrook. And so I think that's a challenge all coaches go through and all teams go through at every level, right? You, you circle that game on your calendar but you also need to make sure that like you're you're locked in every week pontiac week one what do we expect there yeah you know um coach does a good job out there coach wade turning his program around and so it's going to be a challenge getting on the bus for us on a thursday uh to go out there and play those guys they're a division three school so we're going to have our work cut out for us but uh you know we're going to coach them up and be ready to go well brian great to talk with you again i'm sure we'll talk as the year goes on and best of luck this year Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for everything you do. It's Brian Barnes, the head coach at Bishop Foley. Mike Prunicki of Everest Collegiate. What a program he's put together over the last 10 years. Will join us next on The Patriots. Stick with us. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. Hi, my name is Braden Willis and I'm a senior at Brother Rice High School. We recently opened our new Center for Learning and Achievement, which features programming for academic success, leadership development, innovative thinking, and character. It's an incredible springboard to becoming ready for college and for life. Come see for yourself and visit our open house on Thursday, November 4th from 6 to 8 p.m. Go to brrice.edu forward slash open house for more details. It's always a great day to be a warrior. Welcome back to the Catholic High School League football preview presented by Siena Heights University here today. Jeremy Otto, your host, the first of three that we will do, kind of the first three Fridays before week one of the high school football season. And we have two matchups for you, week one on a Thursday and a Friday. Get to that a little bit later here in our preview show number one, but now happy to have Mike Prunicki on the line. He's a longtime head coach since the beginning of Everest Collegiate. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Good to have you, and, and good to talk with you again, as your team is obviously coming off another nice year, 9-3 and three last year after making it to the regional final the year before as well. We kind of asked this question to Brian Barnes as well, the head coach at Bishop Foley, just a little bit ago, but you've been here since the get-go of this program. Where where does it stand now in terms of the goals you've accomplished and what you thought might have happened at this point? Uh, it's just been a blessing to be at Everest for the last 10 years really to be able to start the program and you know get all the things going it's been uh very i guess selfishly really really great for myself personally and you know just blessed to be here so uh but you know it's neat to see where it started from having you know getting guys together asking kids hey would you be interested in playing football till today and having uh, 38 boys in the program so i'm uh, really excited for that hey you talk about that number 38 i think the the thing that stood out early on when you guys were having success after the first couple of years of the program and just making the playoffs year after year, it was how much you did with how little, but now it's, you know, starting to creep up towards 40. That's a really good number, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. Yes. You know, with 
you know, I did hear a stat that football is actually uh, on the increase this year, so that's great to hear across the state. So we're excited about that. You know, just, I guess it's a, just saying, hey, we're doing things the right way a little bit as well, too. So that feels good to get more guys involved and more boys interested in the game just because it means a lot to me. And, you know, I want to pass those virtues and values on to, uh, you know, our young men that are going to be our future leaders in this country. Yeah, certainly from a depth and competition standpoint as well, it's got, got to make it a little bit easier in practice, doesn't it, to have those numbers? Yes, yes, it, it does make it nice, uh, you know, to have those numbers. It's just more, I guess, you know, it's exciting as a coach to have those numbers. Uh, we need to ask if it makes it easier. Yes and no, right? I mean, even the summer as we're traveling, it's a little bit more challenging to to uh, create travel plans for 40 guys compared to 15. <laughs> 15, you get a couple cars and you're there. Now we got now we got to get buses and that kind of thing, which, you know, again, it's kind of a badge of honor, I guess. It's nice to, to have those problems. Well, you, unlike... I think every coach we're talking to here today, a little bit of a QB battle going on. Three guys in the mix. How's that going for you thus far? Oh, it's going well. You know, we've had our uh, our seven, seven on seven throughout the summer and giving those guys opportunity to learn the game and, you know, just put them in situations where they can be successful. So, uh, but, they're, you know, all three of them are competing and battling and doing a great job. So we'll find out here, you know, season's approaching. I think they're getting excited. And again, it's, you know, those guys just trying to challenge each other and make each other better. And I, I know they know, too, that, hey, if they aren't the quarterback, they'll be, you know, have a good opportunity to play a different spot for it. So, you know, it's not, uh, not guys saying, you know, I got, it's me, it's got to be me, but it's guys that are just here for the team. So um, it's great to have three guys doing that. Talking with Mike Pernicki, the head coach at Everest Collegiate here. He's been there since the program started in our CHSL football preview presented by Siena Heights University here today. One thing that you see a lot, in smaller schools, it's kind of those legacy names, guys that uh, you know are not the same guy, and over the over and over again, even though the names seem like it, that seems like it's been the case of the quarterback spot for you guys the last few years, hasn't it? Yes, yes, yeah, a little bit. You know, we've had uh, last year's Thibodeau, and you know he had older brothers to play in the program, and the year before that was Nash Mateo. You know, we've been blessed with that; uh, it's been great. You know, another name we have in our program is Angle. I, we've had an Angle. Every single year I've coached here, we've had <laughs> Angle on the team, which is which is pretty cool. So, um, you know, and Anemi's another one that's been around, I think, ever since we've had a program. So those are, it's kind of special to have those kind of families in our program that know our expectations and, and their boys grow up loving it, watching it, and seeing it. So it's fun to coach those boys. Yeah, for those that, you know, don't know what Everest Collegiate is, you know, it's a little bit kind of outside of the realm of Metro Detroit and kind of a far, for, far hike for some Catholic League schools. But what makes Everest different, I guess? Uh, you know, I guess, you know, just holding to the standards of being a Catholic school, of, uh, you know, growing as a program and developing young men that are Catholic young men, uh, staying close to our faith and practicing the sacraments often. Uh, and our families will enjoy that and our boys embrace it. And, uh, you know, I think we need more of that in our country today. So I think that makes us unique and special. Well, kind of speaking of those legacy names as well, Jamie Nedwick, a guy who's going to be big for you at the running back and linebacker spot, had a really good freshman year overall what are you looking for him here in year two yeah jimmy is uh coming on and did a great job last year for us at outside backer and, and, and running back as well too so you know looking for him to grow and keep reaching higher things and yeah like you said is i mean that's a family and nedwick having johnny last year's older brother in our program now jimmy and you know really they're all part of a walker family i think i've had close to 10 of those in our program so far the, the grandkids of the walker family you know so he, he's got it in his blood his grandfather was a coach longtime coach at Troy Athens, very successful down there. You know, they, just, they just live that within the family and the virtues you want a football player, you know, those, that, that family embodies. So it's, it's a good blessing to have Jimmy with us. Does it make it having to, I guess, uh, speak of culture less because a lot of these guys have already lived that maybe with their siblings and or cousins or whatever it might be? Yeah, maybe. It may be a little bit less, you know, because they get it, but I think you, you continue to challenge it more and more and you help it grow, right? You know, in our culture today, it's kids are being bombarded with all these outside messages, whether it's through uh, social media or, or wherever, right? And uh, so the more we can continue to challenge it, help them grow even stronger. And, you know, one of the models we like to embrace in our programs, Iron Sharpens Iron. So if we keep making each other stronger, our program should look better and different than it looked 10 years ago. And 10 years from now, I hope it's looking better than it is today. And we're reaching higher and, and helping these guys get to heaven. So, um, so that's our goal, you know, for our young men here. And, it makes it more fun, right? It, the higher that culture gets and higher goals, and 
the more we get like-minded people that are trying to strive for to be their best, be competitive, you know, to make it fun as a coach. Talk with Mike Pernicki, the head coach at Everest Collegiate. Dan Anderson from Catholic Central will be our last guest in our Catholic High School League football preview presented by Siena Heights University in a little bit here on the Patriot. want to talk a little bit about the schedule. It's almost identical at the top, you know, in terms of the top two, but you've added a nice third addition to that as well. Montrose, Beecher, New Lothrop in weeks one, two, and three. That's a heck of a, a roll right there against some tough programs. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll challenge us and really help us prepare for the league schedule. Cause I think our league is getting better and better every year. You see new coaches coming in and, you know, just really, really the league is, you know, just growing and better. I believe the Catholic League is getting stronger and stronger since I've been here the last few years um, with some great young coaches coming in. So, you know, having those first three non-league games, Montrose, Beecher, New Lothrop, you know, really helps challenge us and gets us ready for that, that, that league schedule. So uh, looking forward to that. We've certainly heard about the, you know, the scheduling difficulties that some of the bigger schools in the state have, even after the, the new rules have unfolded. With you guys, you know, continually getting eight, nine, ten wins year after year, have you found that it's a bit troubling to schedule as well? Um, yeah, it's challenging to schedule now. I think, you know, with the way they set the playoff points up, uh, you get a lot more points for playing bigger schools. So, uh, you know, these schools don't want to play the smaller schools now. So you compound with the fact that a lot of schools our size are playing eight-man football. Um, there's not a lot of small schools out there to play. So these bigger schools don't want to come down and play us. So it does make it challenging um, to do. But, you know, uh, we got some great opponents on our schedule. But looking forward to that week one game against Montrose. Is, you know, they, they took it to us last year, and uh, we stayed in the game close. But, uh, you know, it'll be a challenge for us to, to be ready for that week one game. Well, Mike, thanks so much for stopping by. Best of luck with the uh, practices unfolding very quickly here and look forward to seeing you down the line. Yeah, I hope so, Jeremy. Thanks for, so much for having us on and promote the high school football and especially the Catholic League, the best league in the state. So we appreciate all, all that you guys do. Absolutely. It's been fun kind of watching the, the dawn of the program and continuing to grow. That's Mike Pernicki, the head coach at Everest Collegiate. One more guest, Dan Anderson from Catholic Central, will join us next here on The Patriots. Stick with us. Siena Heights University. Academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. St. Catherine of Siena Academy in Wixon is an independent, all-girls Catholic high school. St. Catherine offers students a comprehensive and rigorous college preparatory curriculum, as well as a vibrant spiritual life, competitive athletics, and many opportunities for service, leadership, and personal growth. SCA provides your daughter the freedom to grow authentically in her feminine genius. Join us at our next open house on November 11th from 6 to 8 p.m. Learn more at stcatherineacademy.org, S-A-I-N-T, catherineacademy.org. You're listening to the CHSL Football Preview, presented by Siena Heights University. Now, back to Jeremy Otto. Welcome back to our first of three CHSL Football Previews. So glad you could tag along. We want to encourage you to follow us on Twitter, at CHSL on WDTK. Again, that's at CHSL on WDTK. The last four are Carl Letters here on the Patriot. We'll find a lot of Catholic League news there, as well as our game announcements, and we'll get to some game announcements in a moment. We do know that we'll be covering Catholic Central Week 1. They certainly have a dynamic matchup as well with Chippewa Valley that we're excited about, and their head coach, Dan Anderson, joins us now. Dan, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us here today. Obviously, you know, the year is very close. You know, everybody has a little bit of a different story in terms of what they do with their team, a little bonding in the offseason. What did you guys do? Uh, we did a lot of uh, workouts throughout the uh, summer. And uh, a lot of times our captains and our seniors, uh, you know, did, did different things like inviting the kids out to uh, different parks to do stuff or to their lake houses. And so they've been bonding, um, you know, throughout the summer, which which is really good because we're a really young team this year. Mm -hmm. 
Hey, you talk about that 29 seniors graduating last year, certainly a lot of talent. How do you weed through that as, as kind of camp approaches? Uh, well, it, it, it isn't easy, that's for sure, you know, because uh, I feel like we have talent. Um, it's just young and green talent, you know, guys that haven't really gotten the playing time in varsity-level games. Um, they might have played here or there, but, uh, you know, uh, we got a lot of work to do once, you know, camp starts next week. I know your your offense and defense has certainly changed over the years, not running as much wham, but you still see it, you know, here or there. You know, how does how does a group like this and a younger group affect what you might do on the field? Um, well, I think what we have to do is most definitely keep it simple. You know, try to keep it as simple as possible. And uh, it's not necessarily quantity, it's quality. So what we have to do is we have to get these young guys to really get good at a few things and then you know as the season goes on we can add more but uh it's really important you know going out this first first time out that uh they're very good at what we do and it has to be kept simple you kind of saw the last of the quote legends of the the chsl retire last off season and george port and it seems like with every coaching change obviously you're going to have change in terms of how things are run what plays you guys run. Um, your guys' tradition hasn't changed, but, you know, how you guys run things has. How difficult, I guess, was it to, you know, change over the program into maybe the newer age of football? Yeah, um, it, it, I guess it was a little difficult, you know, because taking over after a guy that had, you know, Tom Mack that had coached at CC for 45 years, and obviously his formula was extremely successful. Um it, it is difficult to come in and try to change what we're doing and how we were doing things. But, uh, you know, I felt like offensively there were some things that we could do uh, to give us a little more advantage. And uh, that's why we changed the offense we did. Now, you know, we had changed the defense a number of years ago, so um, there wasn't any real big change there. Talking with Dan Anderson, the head coach at Detroit Catholic Central, getting ready for another year here this year. Obviously, no breaks in your guys' scheduling. It's Is it still tough to schedule opponents at this point, even with the new rules? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, and I'm lucky enough that I have a great athletic director, Aaron Babbitt, that does the scheduling for us. But I know he has a notebook um, <laughs> that he starts at. I think the end of December calling schools to uh, play us. And uh, it's amazing how many schools still won't, you know, play us um, on their schedule. Uh, but like this year, week eight, week eight, we have to drive down to Cincinnati, Ohio to get a game. Hmm. Yeah. Keep in mind that as well, the league obviously changing next year as well, not as far as Cincinnati, but some new schools in Toledo. What do you think that's going to do just overall for, you know, the biggest division, they're all kind of jamming right into the Central as well. Yeah, I, th I think it's great. I mean, it's going to make the Central Division, which I think is one of the best divisions in high school football already, it's going to make it even better. The competition is going to be out of this world, um, you know, and the opportunity to play those schools. And, again, then scheduling-wise, we don't have to schedule as many schools, you know, and non-conference games. So it's it's really nice for us. Well, you are another team that has a little bit of a quarterback battle going. Anybody sticking out for you there quite yet? Uh, nope, not yet. We have a couple sophomores and a junior competing for the starting spot, and uh, it's kind of a neck-and-neck -neck race right now. What's the number one thing that uh, sticks out when, when maybe selecting that guy two, three weeks down the road? Um, I, I first have to say leadership. He's got to be a leader on the field. You know, the quarterback is the captain on the field for the offense, just like your middle linebackers are your captains. Even if they don't hold that title amongst the team, they still got to be the leader. They're the guy that, you know, the team's going to look to when things aren't going well. They got to look and see how, how is he responding? And uh, so that leadership has to be there. And then, you know, obviously has to be able to uh, command their attention and then uh, also execute the plays. You talk about your middle linebackers, two special talents 
there, and it's got to feel you know, like kind of like whoo. You know, I, I got those two guys right there. I, there's no battle there between Courser and, and Hauser. They're going to make you know the 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 two deep coming into play. What have they done? Because they've been in the limelight, you know, ever since they were very young. Yeah, now Courser will be this year. It'll be a four year starter, which hardly ever happens at Catholic Central. Um, and uh, Beckler Hauser is going to be a three year starter. And again, they're both captains. They are both named captain by the team. So, um, you know, as leaders, they they got to get into that role of being a leader. And so far, you know, in this offseason, they've done a great job of doing that and leading the team. Talk with Dan Anderson, the head coach at Detroit Catholic Central, here in our CHSL football preview presented by Siena Heights University. Well, your offensive line, another spot last year that was all seniors. Anybody that sticks out there is, is trying to win a role right now? Uh, it's, it's really up in the air right now. Um, we do have uh, Zion Tenen, who did uh, see some time last year on the offensive line, who will probably, uh, you know, um, be our center. Other than that, we have a, a new group of guys, uh, actually have a freshman, competing for one of the tackle spots um so it, it's going to be an interesting battle and i i think this is it, it's, it's great because uh, competition is a great thing and uh we're going to have competition for just about every position on that field and it's not it doesn't stop you know once week one happens it's, it's going to be all year so you might see multiple guys in multiple positions doing you know, number of things because each week we're going to have competition to see who's going to be starting in those positions. So it's a great problem to have, I guess. Yeah, and certainly um, passing has become much bigger in Catholic Central. It's kind of we've already talked about in the last, I don't know, five, seven years. But running is still important to you guys, and you got two guys there who have kind of rose, risen up the system and Spencer Lyons and Evan Hager who who do a really nice job. Yo, most definitely. Those two guys, uh, we're going to rely heavily on those two guys this year. Um, you know, I still believe, you know, even though we do throw the ball more um, than Tom might have, but uh, even, you know, I always tell people, Tom Mack threw the football. It's just he threw the football when he had quarterbacks he could rely on to sure. throw the football. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this year, as Many years, uh, you, you have to run the football. I mean, we, we're playing fo- high school football in Michigan. And when you get into the playoffs, um, you're playing outdoors. And your weather conditions aren't always conducive to throwing the ball, but uh, you can run the football in just about any conditions. And so we have to become very good at running the football. You know, we always say around Catholic Central, you've got to be able to run the ball and play really good defense. And if we can do those two things, I think we will see some success. Well, you guys will take on Chippewa Valley week one. We will be there at your home place on Thursday, August 26th. I guess what is the approach, if if you know that at this point? You're probably very focused on personnel at this point. Oh, most definitely. And, you know, um, we, we know coming in, Chippewa Valley is going to be a great team. I mean, they were very good last year, and they returned a number of guys from last year. So we know right away we're going to get challenged. And so that's why it's so important for us to, to next week using those camp days to, you know, get the most out of these guys and figure out what guys are going to be able to do the job for us. And, you know, we really don't put on full pads until next Friday. So a week from this Friday will be our first full padded practice. Uh, it, it can be difficult because, you know, then the next week we start school so early so then we, we don't have two practices anymore. Um, next week is our only time to have multiple practices. Um, and so, you know, we, we, are, we are in a time crunch. I keep reminding the boys every day that, you know, we're down to 22 days now till our first game. So uh, we got a lot of work to do as coaches. You know, it's, it's our job to get them ready. And uh, regardless of, if they've played or haven't played in a varsity football game, we have to get them ready to play Chippewa Valley because we know darn well they're going to be ready for us. And obviously, you know, Catholic Central, a football school, I think we kind of said that earlier. Is there anything, you know, secretive to what you guys do to prepare these guys to just, you know, kind of step in and, you know, make that jump from JV to varsity? 
Um, I don't think anything special. I, I think uh, ultimately what we do is we we help them grow up rather quickly, you know, because um, I think that's what it is. It's part of being mature. And uh, I think uh, the coaches on my staff do a great job of not only building good football players, but great young men. And at the end of the day, what you want is, yeah, you, you want great football players, but we want leaders. You know, I we have four guys on our team that are dubbed captains. But like I've told these guys numerous times throughout the summer, I want a team of leaders. And whether you're a freshman, a sophomore, or junior, or senior, it doesn't matter to me. You need to lead. And we need to, you know, lead the team. And it can't just be on four guys. It's got to be on all of us. And so I think what we try to do is we try to build that leadership concept with these kids so they take that step to maturing to be able to play in a varsity football game. Well, Dan, thanks so much for stopping by. Look forward to speaking to you before week one, and it should be another exciting year for you guys. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate it. It's Dan Anderson, the head coach at Catholic Central. We'll put a bow on this first show when we get back on the Patriots. Stick with us. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. Still kind of securing all our next guests for our second CHSL football preview. I do kind of promise, though, that each show, as long as everything works out, that there'll be one coach from every division. I think that's the right way to go about it and kind of give equal representation because, you know, we, we've seen it year after year, top to bottom, you know, whether you're a Division Eight, Division Seven school or a Division One, Two school, there's a lot of exciting football that goes around, and we're certainly excited to cover it here in year nine of our Catholic High School League football game of the week coming up in just a few short weeks. So we've already mentioned Catholic Central will be in the limelight once again in our first contest on the 25th that will be at CC against Chippewa Valley. And we're kind of excited to maybe dive into a new area as well. We'll be on the island. Bring your uh, beach clothes, Luke, as uh, we'll go to Gross Eel Week one, game number two as well, as they face Riverview Gabriel Richard. That's a Riverview Richard team that's it's kind of shaping themselves in a different direction. Their second coach in as many years. So excited to see what he has to offer. I know we'll have him on at some point in one of these preview shows going forward. But uh, it'll be nice to head out to Grosse, a little bit of a different location. Both of those games kicking off at 7 o'clock with a 6.30 pregame show here on the Patriot. And as for who I will work with, that's also a work in progress as well. Our friend Dylan Dixon is back to the coaching world, so congratulations to Dylan. He's going to be a coordinator in another Catholic League school. Not sure if we can spill the beans where at this point, but it was good to have him on the air last year. We will have a new analyst uh, with myself calling the majority of the games in our game of the week as well. So a lot of exciting things coming down the pipe. One more reminder to follow us at chsl on wdtk on twitter again that's at chsl on wdtk on twitter on roughly monday coming up next week we'll release the lineup for show number two and following that show number three the three fridays before the start of this high school football season so get the rest of your tan and it's going to get cold here soon as we head towards the middle of this high school football season we'll see you next week for another edition of the chsl football preview presented by siena heights university Thank you for listening to this week's CHSL Football Preview, presented by Siena Heights University. Patriot Detroit's Catholic High School League Football Season Preview continues next Friday at 7. Follow the Catholic League Game of the Week on Twitter at CHSL on WDTK.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.